Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. And I'm Nishao Norris. <laughs> I knew he was going to do it. NPR. We're pretending to be <laughs> NPR. <laughs> hey, NPR, get less weird names. <laughs> Nishao Norris. He said, Jamez McMillan. Jamez. Almost a name. They're always almost a name. Have you ever met a Nishao? I haven't, Man. but I actually kind of like that name. Yeah, it is kind of cool, right? It's kind right? of a pretty name. But so, it's just it's just in the context of NPR. And it's infuriating. It's just tone, one of so the tone, many. The tone of voice. Today, the Biden administration sounds <laughs> <laughs> just so stupid. I listened to NPR like nonstop for like so a year. So does our aunt. Because I was like, I don't know what's going on in the world. Yeah. At all. I right. just I put up my blinders. I'm like, nope, I don't wanna I don't wanna. That's where I'm and at now. And then the whole like last campaign, the whole presidential right. You're like, election. I gotta know some of this. Well, I I started and then I was like, I don't wanna hear it I know. anymore. Dude. I, I don't wanna hear either side of it. I'm incredibly liberal. I think that probably Dude. comes across in this podcast, but I couldn't, I could not stomach any more of it. And so I just, it's dead to me now. It's one of my presets on my radio in my car. And I just skip it every time. Yeah. And I swear every time I'm like, I'll give it another shot. They're doing one of those like campaign drives to try Mm -hmm. and make everybody become supporters, which is what we are about to do. (laughs) So speaking of, this is the Disney dependent campaign drive. Uh, we're live in the studio. Our phone number is call yeah. and bring. And all we ask from you guys, look, you've heard me ask you to become a Patreon supporter, but really all I'm asking is $300 a month. At per, least. Per listener. Yeah, come on. Uh, every two weeks. Let's make it every two weeks. Okay, that's Listen fine. Around that seems reasonable. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. It's and like yeah. if you were to buy 100 cups of coffee. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. At Starbucks. Yeah. Instead of doing that. Also, we have a lease. Can you guys pay our car payment too? That'd yeah, be cool. That'd be good. Yeah. But well, anyway, the real reason drive. for this episode is so that we can hook you. Because right. we love you, but we want you to love us more. Yes. So we're going to give you a little taste of what is on the Patreon. Um, we have released the last bonus episode that we gave to Patreon members. Mm-hmm. And this week, we're giving you the second half of that rather than releasing it as a bonus. And that's really all I have to say about that. If you like what you hear and you want more of this weird content that we have that's not our typical episodes, head over to our Patreon and sign up. Please. please. Ariel! (laughs) Why did I do that, guys? Oh, and the other thing is, yeah. Uh, Ariel is James's, what are we? Spirit. Spirit princess? Yes. Yeah, that yeah. works. I'll take uh, that. If he had to be a Disney princess, no, let me rephrase that. If he could be a Disney princess. <laughs> if he was he allowed to be. Absolutely. Um, I think you guys meant mermaid. when he is currently. <laughs> well, since he is currently a Disney princess. James identifies as Ariel. That's what we're trying to yeah. say. Earlier today, he was holding up his Disneyland, like all of the princesses' beach towel. Uh-huh. There's, yeah, I, I mean, there's I all of them it on there. It was like 50 bucks. It's pink. 
yeah. and it says the adventure is on <laughs> and he was holding it up just being like i should have my face on here saying <laughs> that he should just fit it in cut out his <laughs> like face and then he could just put his head through it yes yeah it was like a bubble that says i'm 38 <laughs> i have no kids <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's going to be the uh, picture for our episode. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Just Photoshop James's face <laughs> over Ariel's. <laughs> oh, you look so cute with a tail. That's I it. have always thought so. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is I hate the ocean. Yeah. Like really hate the ocean. I am. I'm a land guy. But you know if what I mean? you had a fin, you had yeah. a, a flipper. That's tail, a good point. I think you'd be good. Ariel wants out of the ocean. Ariel wants nothing to do with it. That's right. She wants to be part of your world, James. Maybe that's why I love her. Yo, dude, that's it. As I hate the ocean so much, so does Ariel in the end. Yep. She just wants her Prince Eric. <laughs> mm-hmm. As do I. I mean, I want to be in love as well. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to chase my dreams. Well, and... uh, so we totally switching gears here. We just got back from Disneyland. Dude, we sure did. We had an epic trip. Uh, It was eight of us. It was James and Ash and me and my daughter, Kate, and then Michelle, friend of the pod and friend of us and her three kids, (laughs) Ava and Emma. They are twins. Did you say Kate? Yeah. Okay. James could not keep Ava and Emma separate. They are not identical twins. They look nothing like each other. Right. But... He had to like play mind games with himself to try and remember who was who. It's pretty funny. And then their son Ethan too. And uh, we had an Airbnb down in Anaheim and Ava Blonde crushed the park for three days. Crushed it, man. We went horrid in the paint. Yeah. I did not end up in a wheelchair. No You'll one be happy. was in a wheelchair. It was it was fun. I mean, like it was busier than we thought for sure. It'd be it was hot but i loved it i definitely loved it yeah. i was really comfortable the whole time so the only like criticisms i think collectively collectively we had is that disneyland is obviously not completely back to full operation or whatever so there's no fast passes there's clearly no annual passes um there's a lack of cast member too mm-hmm. so like half of the menus it was like 50 yes. percent menu uh, and the, what else it was it was Harder to get food fast. Yeah, it really was. We felt like we were spending so much time waiting for food. You mobile order, then you go wait in the mobile order thing for 20 minutes. Yeah, it was a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, but But that won't be forever. It won't be forever. We know that they're just trying to get their stuff back together. And they probably had to do a ton of rehiring. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Because they lost their cast members. Dude. And so they've got a lot of new people. It's like we talked about like halfway through a trip. I said something to you guys about like, well, that of course it would be like this. They just went through a world pandemic where yeah. they shut down for over a year. Yeah. I mean, even if it was it's all remarkable the same to even, cast members. That's right. You forget how to do it. Oh, heck yeah, man. So, yeah. I mean, there was there were a few times where it was like, this is asinine. Why are Ugh. we standing in this line still yeah. for one churro? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, yeah. have them ready. Let's do this. Let's but, go. You know. We also had a few really great magic moments, like mm-hmm. one with a custodian mm-hmm. that just came up to us out of the blue, which and I missed out telling on. Telling us really because I was waiting jokes. in line for a churro. Yeah, you sure were in the churro line. Ah, we had in front of an the amazing Mansion. magic moment with yeah. a custodial staff member, cast yeah. member. I wish I could remember what his name was. It was Steve. Steve, that's right. Nice old buddy Steve. 
we saw two of our favorite Disney bloggers mm-hmm. or vloggers. vloggers, video vloggers. Yes, uh, Adam the Woo. <laughs> Which my interaction with Adam the Woo is, Adam the Woo. He turns he around. Turns, I go, I'm a big fan, and he starts to kind of like, I don't know if I'm supposed to walk towards you. Do I have to engage? With so this I turned the other way. Yes. Like, no, nope, this is all. Fine. This is all good. I'm not trying to be weird about it. I, I just, just want to tell you, we yeah. like you. And then who else? Oh, and Provost Pass. Chris from Provost Park Pass. Oh, yeah. Park Pass. Yeah. yeah. We saw them out or him outside the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. I walk up to him and I was filming. So I have a short video of me like panning up to him. And then I'm like, that's rude. So I pan down to the ground. <laughs> yeah. I took a screenshot of it too. And yeah, I just went up and said, hey, huge fan. Uh, yeah, huge fan. And I went for a high five. And he like had a half a moment of like, do I do it? No, he went for it. So we high fived, which was super cool of him. And then he was very cool to us. And yeah. like you were like, Hey, we have a podcast. And he was like, Really? What is it? Email and we us gave here. him a card yeah. and it was great. He was really nice. He said he was in the middle of filming the top ten jump, jump scares, scares right. in Disney. Yeah, so I'm looking out for that video. So yeah, he um, was cool. Yeah, he was-, he was super cool. And like in the short amount of time we talked to him five other people went up and said hi to him i mean that guy's he was swarmed yeah if you're a disneyland fan disney park fan you probably have seen him and he wears like a a tie he's got like kind of a a thing you know a look but it's funny because he's wearing like a like a dress shirt and a tie with shorts shorts. and crazy socks and crazy socks like neon socks yeah that's right that's right. Yeah. It's like one of those things you can only get away with in disney apparently he's a music fan I, uh, I saw a post, I think it was Mark Bricky on the Disneyland for Designers Instagram account. He posted something with like Bricky, Chris from Provost Park Pass, and Adam the Woo yeah. in I- Galaxy's Edge. They're like, you know, doing a selfie thing or whatever. And they, were, they started talking about something and like bands came up. And Chris made a joke about me first in the Gimme Gimme's, which is a, a punk band that fat mike from no effects is in right so it's kind of, it was like a deep cut yeah it's like oh this all right a little street cred cool uh, cool <laughs> he'll like our new shirts then yeah yes. ah. oh yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i should send him a shirt or two. maybe we should <laughs> <laughs> yeah really really nice guy and it was such an awesome trip it really was we it got was... to see the new jungle cruise we mm. were mm-hmm. especially or especially invited by a cast member that we passed by yep right because it wasn't it was not open yet it was a soft opening it was, yeah. it was cute it definitely it was is an improvement yeah. an improvement all around Loved and it. doesn't feel no. any different no. at the same time perfect like, way to put you it you don't lose anything you just got you more you gain better things yeah speaking of improvements the Snow White attraction oh is oh fantastic. I'm so glad that fantastic. we did it because we kept trying to do it, and it was like, Ugh, I don't want to wait 45 minutes. It for was that. like our last thing we yeah, did. Yeah, it really was. That's right. Yeah. That I mean, on that. Well, I night. think it was actually our last together. Together, right? Yeah. That's right. Um, t- definitely it was worth great. the wait. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. And like, maybe my favorite dark ride other yeah, than Peter it's, Pan. It's probably my favorite dark ride. They have ride twinkly now. lights yeah. in it now. Yes. And more gemstones. More gemstones. That's all I'm asking Which for. Which is so like the Walt Disney World yeah. attraction. Yeah, it felt like Seven that Dwarf for sure. Yeah. You know what else it has? It has a storyline now. Yes. An actual storyline that makes sense. Before, as Ashley put it, it was peril 
and then they lived happily, they ever, lived happily after. ever after. And now Somehow. the what? prince makes a couple appearances. Yeah. Uh-huh. They actually sort of explain what's going on, and then they live happily ever after. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's how storylines go. No, it's like a legitimately really good improvement. Yeah. And... And we got to see Avengers Campus. Oh, duh. Yes, we did. That's and right. we got to go on Web Slingers. Yes, we okay. did. Okay, so I know that we did a quick daytime. It's 90 degrees, and we're walking a million miles per hour past through Avengers Campus the first time. Mm-hmm. And I heard some, some mutterings of like, that's it? That was it? Yeah. Which is fair. I get it. And especially if you didn't know what to expect. Right. Right. Um, for, yeah, and just a warning to people, this is not a spoiler, but it is a small corner of a large... Uh, park mm-hmm. so it's it's not galaxy's edge it's no. not a huge expansion it's just another fun little corner um but to the to their credit ash and i had a moment at night time yeah. and it was incredible it's at night gorgeous at night it's like it's fair to say i think it's made for the night yeah I mean, it's it like is cars just, land like radiator exactly yeah. exactly it's... you don't i mean is it fair to say that you haven't seen Cars Land if all you did is go there at 1 p.m.? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just not the same. Oh, I, yeah. got, I got my Kachow moment. We got moment. the Kachow moment yeah. at Cars Land. Yeah. And now that's all connected? Oh, my God. And I have to so say that better. I was the one that was sort of poo-pooing Avengers Campus, but it wasn't so much poo-pooing. It was just kind of like... No, you weren't. Yeah. This is cool. It's just not for me. Yep. And that's fine. A, you don't really care about Marvel. Nope. And it was underwhelming. It is underwhelming. It's... And uh, I think the, the reason in that it was day. underwhelming is just because I don't recognize all of the little things they put up. Right. Right. If I was a big marble marble Mar- Mar- Marvel <laughs> fan, I'd be walking through like going, Pim's test Oh my kitchen. gosh, that, that means and something. That and that. Yeah. I don't know what any of it is. Yeah. None of it meant anything to me. So it was kind of lost on me, Got which it. is absolutely fine. Yes. There's so much for so many people in that. Which tells me area. you're a Disney Park fan because yeah. you get that. You're oh, like for Imagineering. Sure. It's it's there's something for everyone. I mean, that's how I felt about the whole Batu Star Wars Land. Totally. Yep. It's like this is incredible. It's not for me. It's not my but thing. It's not not for me. Right. <laughs> I still enjoy oh, right, it. Right. 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 But the web slinger was fun. Yeah. So let's let's uh, give it a rating. Do you want to do that? Because I. I I would say it was similar to how I feel about Smuggler's Run, if, mm-hmm. if you're listening and you've been on that attraction, mm-hmm. um, which is to say it's not the best. It's not an e-ticket attraction, right? It's not uh, Rise of the Resistance, no. clearly, but mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not Star Tours. <laughs> it's, no. You know, it's not bad. Yeah. It was it was really like a, I would give it a like a B. Yeah. Yeah. I think a B. And the, like that. the queue, we had to stand on a longer queue because it's brand new. Usually we wouldn't have to go out into the back lot. I'm That's guessing right. once it chills out a little bit, you're not going to be wrapped around the building 25 mm-hmm. times. But the queue inside is so cute. It's oh, really yeah. great. I, it really I took is. some pictures. Of, right. They have like their time cards mm-hmm. and lockers yep. for everybody because you're supposed to be, you know, in a the campus. Avengers campus. It's a school. Right. And yeah, it's. It's really, really cute and really well, done. well done. Really and well done. The actual ride was really fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, and it's exhausting. very interactive. Exhausting. I know. My arms are so sore. Yeah, it's it's new technology. I mean, it's not yeah. new, new because like oh, that was the other was thing I was going to say. Is the technology 
because it technically is a 3D ride. Right. You say that and I recoil. I go, yep. oh God, I don't but want that. But it didn't that. feel like that. But it didn't feel mm-hmm. like it. It didn't make me feel sick at no, all. No, it was really well done. Because it's not really a ride. It's just, it's exactly the same idea as the Toy Story thing. That's right. Mm-hmm. But instead of having a little pull toy gun thing that you're shooting ping pong balls at, you are... You're slinging webs. Using your own arms to sling webs. And as you move your hand, a web seems to come out of your own hand. It's really well done. And fling out at the screen. And I will just never forget how hilariously inept I was for the first round. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was using one hand. Dude. And I was aiming. I was aiming for one spider at a time. And my score was like 11,000. You look to the right. I look over and James's is like... 45,000 right. I was like what were oh, you doing different up. and I showed I showed him and he's like oh no 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 both hands just, it was just like <laughs> bushwhacker yeah <laughs> yeah our arms were all sore like we were sweating <laughs> it was so I was funny. like I'm gonna be sore tomorrow <laughs> yeah what is the what is the ride the attraction vehicle supposed to be can you figure know. that out it looked like theater seating <laughs> but I mean like the the yeah, unit I don't is know. it like a bus it's or like, like a, a trolley oh, yeah or i think a... that's exactly what it's supposed to look like yeah okay. it's like a dangling metal nard sack that yeah you, that you sit in a I'm nard sack sh- i bet it's a nard sack i bet that's what imagineering did <laughs> i think it is you're supposed to be like in the subway system or something oh or like, maybe it's a subway something like that because yeah, you like kind of like go down underground and get on the things right and... some urban-y kind yeah. of it was public fun. transportation thing right no I, th- I still it think great. it's a nard sack that's and an art Kate killed us. Yeah. She killed. She yeah. killed all right. She had like 60,000 more points than anybody at the end. Um, yeah, it was really just amazing. If you know the park, being able to walk seamlessly from those two points of entry to Avengers all the way through. You know, like if you're going down Hollywood land and you used to hang a right to Guardians and it was in this like end of the world it just stopped yep. and you had to turn around and go back mm-hmm. well now that's all open and just, just keep like going it was through. in bugs land it's yep. just totally different totally like different. there's nothing left of bugs land the, i think the actual one of the buildings was an old bugs land building i don't remember which one okay i don't remember maybe it was one of the gift shops or something yeah um but yeah to- totally fun what a great trip and it was great being back it was great seeing smiling faces again mm-hmm. and as we record this you know, COVID for some darn reasons. Ticking up again, that sucks. Yeah. Gosh dang it. But the trip it was uh, was amazing. It felt like normalcy again and it meant the world to me. I mm-hmm. can tell you that. I mean it gave me goosebumps mm-hmm. seeing like families smiling again and it yeah. it means a lot to me. And it was yeah, it was just great. And, and cast just members are just amazing. going somewhere. Just going somewhere. <laughs> You know, I know. It, like staying in a Having house plans. that's not yours. And mm-hmm. our Airbnb was great. It was great. Except for the Except one scare. Except for the one night where we thought we were going to be robbed and murdered. Yeah, we'll quickly explain that. So someone, it was like 11.30, 11.45 at night. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this is our first night. So we're all trying to be passed out we're so we're trying, ready for the morning. Because we're getting up very early mm-hmm. so we're there at open. And it's our first day back. So yeah. attempting to get some sleep, right? And we finally all go in our separate rooms, shut the doors. No more than 10 minutes later, I just happened to hear what sounds like a knock, knock, knock on the front door. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, that can't be right. 
and I almost just closed my eyes and I was like, oh, I'll just check. And I opened the blinds in my window, and sure enough, this big dude, six something, knocked on the door, and then just turns around and walks away. So we're like, what in the hell is that? Why would you be knocking on a Sunday at 11.45 at night? Yeah. And also, a little context, there was a car parked in the driveway when we first checked in in the afternoon. But then when I weird. got there later, it wasn't there. That's right. And we didn't know that. It was very weird. It was very weird. And then the Airbnb people told us something about they didn't know the like checkout. Like a miscommunication and... with checkout time with the previous guest or whatever, whatever. But yeah, like, it's 11.45 and it's an Airbnb and there's yeah. clearly people in the house. Yeah. So yada, yada, yada. We end up with all of the doors barricaded with chairs. Yeah, yeah we're complete psychos. next yeah. to all of our beds. Butcher yeah, knives. Butcher yeah. knives. I had a bread knife. I don't know what I was planning to do with that, but I was going to stab <laughs> or uh, slowly serrate their... I'm like, cool. 2 a.m. is yeah. going to hit and he's going to come back with the the fellas in the in the wrecking crew van. And do yeah. some we'll be ready. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be ready, all right. Oh, yeah. My 13-year-old and her steak knife. <laughs> you watch out. I went right back to sleep, though. Like, yeah, no I actually problem. I love that Michelle's son, Ethan, didn't wake up, didn't uh-huh. know. And he was closest to he that was right door. Next he had to the no door. idea, didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we best be getting to this. Yeah, we probably should. Let's do it. On to part two of The Little Mermaid. When we last left the Little Mermaid, she decided that she was going to go to the Sea Witch. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, so, boy. Oh, boy. She's always been terrified of the Sea Witch, but she needs her help now because she desperately wants to be a human. The Sea Witch with no name. Yeah. Yes. No one has a name in this. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and I wasn't here for the reading of the first part, but yeah. I'm filling in the blanks. Full yep. disclosure. Yeah. Yes. I think you get the story, sir. I think I do. And then the Little Mermaid went out from her garden and took the road to the foaming whirlpools behind which the sorceress lived. She had never been that way before. Neither flowers nor grass grew there. Nothing but bare, gray, sandy ground stretched out to the whirlpool where the water, like foaming mill wheels, whirled okay. round Hold everything on. that it seized and cast it into the fathomless deep. What is that? Mill wheel? Mill wheels? I don't know. I don't know. What we'll the Obviously look that up written later. in the. Oh, routine. mill wheels. I guess like that's a, a mill, thing. A wheel, the All water right. wheel. Yeah, okay. there you go. 1800 stuff. Foaming mill wheels. Got yeah. It. yeah. Got it. Through the midst of these crushing whirlpools, the Little Mermaid was obliged to pass to reach the dominions of the Sea Witch. And also, for a long distance, the only road lay right across the quantity of warm, bubbling mire, called by the witch her turf moor. <laughs> Beyond this stood her house, in the center of a strange forest, in which all the trees and flowers were polypi, okay. uh-huh. half animals and half plants. They looked like serpents with a hundred heads growing out from the ground. Oh, that's almost like Ursula's little... Yeah. Yeah. I love those dudes. Got it. Um, The branches were long, slimy arms with fingers like flexible worms moving limb after limb from the root to the top. All that could be reached in the sky they seized upon... Oh, sorry. See. There's all this talk about trees and flowers and here I am forgetting that those things don't exist. (laughs) (laughs) All that could be reached in the sea they seized upon and held fast so that it never escaped from their clutches. 
The Little Mermaid was so alarmed at what she saw that she stood still, and her heart beat with fear, and she was very nearly turning back. But she thought of the prince, and of the human soul for which she longed, and her courage returned. I'd just like to point out that she stood still. Yes. She does not have feet. Yeah. Yes. So she swam still. She floated still fully. Okay. Yeah, right. Still fully. She fastened her long flowing hair around her head so that the polypi might not seize hold of it. She laid her hands together across her bosom, and then she darted forward as a fish shoots through the water between the supple arms and fingers of the ugly polypi, which were stretched out on each side of her. So she's grabbing her tits mm-hmm. and swimming forward. Tie back your hair, grab your tits. Yeah. Make yourself more hydrodynamic. Yep. Go. She saw that each held in its grasp something that it had seized with its numerous little arms. Ew. Ew. As if they were iron bands. The white skeletons of human beings who had perished at sea Mm. and had sunk down into the deep waters. Skeletons of land animals, oars, rudders, and chests of ships were laying tightly grasped by their clinging arms. Whoa, I just saw in my head a way darker, more live-action version of The Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, dude. Whoa, like... Is, is it played by Don- Johnny Depp? <laughs> just no, I mean, like, like Midsummer. Yeah, cool. Like a real witch, yeah. like an actual sea witch. Uh-huh. Cool. Bones and... They're being tightly grasped by their tiny little clinging arms. Even a little mermaid, whom they had caught and strangled. And this seemed the most shocking of all to the little princess. That'll do it. Yeah, no kidding. That'll do it. She now came to a space of marshy ground in the wood, where large, fat water snakes were rolling in the mire and showing their ugly, drab-colored bodies. God, that's rude. (laughs) Drab-colored bodies. They're just a different species. Leave them alone. (laughs) In the midst of this spot stood a house built with the bones of shipwrecked human beings. Cool. There sat the sea witch, allowing a toad to eat from her mouth. Good grief. Just as people sometimes feed a canary with a piece of sugar. What? Weird people. Who does this? You know. 1800s. I guess that was Franz Christian Andersen. A kink in the 1800s. Yeesh. Glad I don't live then. (laughs) (laughs) She called the ugly water snakes her little chickens and allowed them to crawl all over her bosom. Wowee. Again, I see a scene. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's into chickens and bosoms. What can I say? I know what you want, said the sea witch. It is very stupid of you, but you shall have your way. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> and it will bring you sorrow, my pretty princess. Wow, so she's just straight up telling her. Yeah, this I mean, at least she's given her full disclosure. I'll give you what you want, but I'm going to ruin your life. Yeah, now. it's going to suck. Yeah. yeah. All right. You want to get rid of your fish's tail and to have two supports instead of it, like human beings on earth, so that the young prince will fall in love with you and that you may have an immortal soul. And then the witch laughed so loud and disgustingly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I did not expect Uh, that. That the toad and the snakes fell to the ground and lay there wriggling about. 
You are but just in time, said the witch, for after sunrise tomorrow, I should not be able to help you till the end of another year. I will prepare a draft for you, with which you must swim to land tomorrow before sunrise and sit down on the shore and drink it. Your tail will then disappear and shrink up into what mankind calls legs. Okay. And you will feel great pain, oh. as if a sword were passing through you. Hold on. Hold up, hold yep. up, hold up, hold up. I think we talked about this last time. Yeah. What's the plot line to Splash? <laughs> Seems well, awfully familiar. It, it does, yeah. Right, uh-huh. right. Yeah. Am I right, though, Michael Eisner? Then you make Little Mermaid... Then you want to name Splash Mountain. Yeah. Splash Mountain because of the movie Splash. Could you imagine Splash Mountain themed for the movie Splash? <laughs> Daryl Hannah animatronics. Oh, God, oh man, what it wouldn't give for that. <laughs> Instead of going through like the showboat area, you oh, go yeah. through like Madison Avenue. Right. Tom Hanks in the 80s. It would have been wacky, man. I mean, no more wacky than the crazy story that Splash Mountain currently is. Right. I mean, you yeah. can't even explain that to little children. What is this about? Well, there's a bear and there's a fox and they want to eat right. the rabbits and then the rabbits are outsmarting them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least it's it. cute, too. Yeah. All right. Speaking of cute, you will feel great pain as if a sword were passing through you. But all who see you will say that you are the prettiest little human being they ever saw. Aww. You will still have the same floating gracefulness of movement, and no dancer will ever tread so lightly. But at every step you take, it will feel as though you were treading upon sharp knives, <gasps> and that the blood must flow. If you will bear all this, I will help you. Sheesh. Wow. Again, she's That's letting a her know. Serious trade off. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I will, said the little princess in a trembling voice, as though, no, as she thought of the prince and the immortal soul. But think again, said the witch, for when once your sh- she, she gets she just it, wants she understands yeah. why you keep trying to tell her no. Right. <laughs> this is going to suck for you. Once again, no, before we really, go down this road. I think you should really. Worse than you're thinking. <laughs> reconsider. She just wants those legs. An immortal? Yeah, so the thing about... Oh, yeah, I kind of overlooked that. Uh, mermaids live for a few hundred years, okay. but humans live for one human lifetime, but their soul is immortal. Ah. Oh, mermaids don't have souls. No. Got it. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, it does sound about right. I don't remember mermaids in the Bible. No. <laughs> so. You're right. There's no mermaids in heaven. There's no bracelets in youth group that says, what would mermaids do? All dogs go to heaven. All mermaids. All mermaids nothing. Go to nothing. Hell. <laughs> yeah. All mermaids, nothing. They That's don't even right. get hell. Yeah. For when once your shape has become like a human being, you can no more be a mermaid. Yeah. You can no more. Yep. That's so you can no so more be a mermaid. Or in hell. You can you, no more me be a mermaid. <laughs> what? Never for again shalt thou be becoming thine own mermaid. Did you just have a stroke there, witch? Franz is a weirdo. Franz, man. What Franz a sicko. Franz Christian Anderson. Isn't Ariel, she's supposed to be obviously 14 or something like that? She's 15. Wait, we, we already established this. Full disclosure. 
We don't remember this because it was two weeks ago. Right. Yeah, so if you've listened to part one, tell us, will you? Yeah, let us know what age she was. I'm not scrolling up to the top she's of a this. Teenager. She was young. We we remember that. I think we she's, will I remember that. I think she's 15. Got it. Too young. Cool. <laughs> Definitely too young. Although in the 1800s, 15 year olds, man, they had three kids. They had three kids. Yep. They had yep. a career. Mm-hmm. The grandparents by then. You fought in battle. <laughs> so the sea witch is warning her. You can never be a mermaid. You can no more be a mermaid. You will never return through the water to your sisters or to your father's palace again. And if you do not win the love of the prince so that he is willing to forget his father and mother for your sake and to love you with his whole soul and allow the priest to join your hands that you may be man and wife, then you will never have an immortal soul. That's a lot of commas. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez, can't he just dig you? He's got to write off his family, too. Yeah, he has yeah. to give up his entire family. Okay. Well, it's a lot healthy. of expectations. It's a lot of health. So she's really clearly entering a terrible contract. Yes. Yeah. To be fair, the witch has said that. Yeah. She needs an attorney. She really does. Sea attorney. <laughs> James Macmillan. <laughs> Would be a good sea attorney. mermaid law. Sea attorney. Yeah, mermaid <laughs> law attorney. <laughs> <laughs> attorney at sea. Attorney yes, at attorney sea. at sea. <laughs> All uh, right, go ahead. The first morning after he marries another, your heart will break, and you will become foam or on the crest of the waves. Wow. Does foam go to heaven? Yes, I might. Yeah, I think foam has all foam goes to heaven. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> I will do it," said the little mermaid, and she became pale as death. But I must be paid also, said the witch, and it is not a trifle that I ask. You have the sweetest voice of any who dwell here in the depths of the sea, and you believe that you will be able to charm the prince with it also. But this voice you must give to me. The best thing you possess will I have for the price of my draft. My own blood must be mixed with it, that it may be as sharp as a two-edged sword." I'm not sure what just happened, but it didn't sound good. No. But if you take away my voice, said the little mermaid, what is left for me? Your beautiful form, your graceful walk, and your mm. expressive eyes. And Them hips. don't underestimate the power of body language. <laughs> <laughs> Surely with these you can enchain a man's heart. Well, have you lost your courage? Put out your little tongue that I may cut it off as my payment. (gasps) Then you shall have the powerful draft. They definitely didn't have that in the Disney version. She didn't take her voice. She took her tongue. So could she still make like diabolical sounds? So, yeah. And then she steals it, right? Yeah, in the Disney Disney version. version. But that's where that comes from. Yeah, but yeah, but she took her freaking tongue. That's that's symbolic. Here's the thing: though. I would I would gladly give up my ability to speak for the rest of my life. But if you take away my ability to taste, taste. food, yeah, kill me. Yeah, oh, especially you. She's going to land. She's gonna have all kinds of good food. She can't taste any of it. She's gonna be eating all of Aww. her former friends. She's also gonna be eating Eric's dick. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Deanna, leave it in. Do. It's a bonus episode. It's going public. The people have spoken. They like it when we cuss. No, it's true. one person spoke. Well, you know what? Lisa is everyone. That's right. 
Thank you, Lisa. We, we fucking love you. Oh, no. God <laughs> damn it, guys. No, it's a Disney podcast with children. Uh-huh. Children listen and to And you're this the podcast. one that says the filthiest stuff. Yes. We swear. But then I asked Deanna to take it out. Yeah, well. Uh-huh. uh-huh. What is? What does she need her tongue for, James? Sucking nope. that dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. It shall be, said the Little Mermaid. Then the witch placed her cauldron on the fire to prepare for the magic draft. Cleanliness is a good thing, she said. Or said she, scouring the vessel with sn- with snakes. She's cleaning her pot with, with snakes, snakes <laughs> that have been rolling around oh, in her sea muck. Well, she's a evil witch. Okay. Which she had tied together in a large knot. Oh, the snakes? snakes. Yes. No. They're like a loofah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I'm picturing Sir Hiss. Yes, totally. Oh, I love him so much. He's got his little hat. (laughs) And his little collar. Yes. (laughs) In the balloon. (laughs) (laughs) And then uses his little tail as a uh, propeller. (laughs) So cute. So she tied up these snakes together using them to clean her pot. Then she pricked herself in the breast and let the black blood drop into it. The steam that rose formed itself into such horrible shapes that no one could look away or could look at them without fear. Why is there steam underwater? It doesn't make any sense. Right. And her blood wouldn't drip down. No. It would just dissipate. Yeah. Come on. And does she have to prick her boob? It has to be that boob blood. Boob that blood. Fifteen year old boob blood. Nope, this no. is the sea witch. <laughs> this is witch boob blood. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Well, I, I don't think physics really matter when you're talking about mermaids and sea witches. Uh, so I don't know what you're talking about. You mean the real The real thing mermaids mermaid? and sea witches? Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. a good point. Every moment the witch threw something else into the vessel, and when it began to boil, the sound was like the weeping of a crocodile. <laughs> Hold on. You hey, can't just pass I want, over that. I want both of you to give me your best weeping crocodile sound. James, go first. <laughs> That's more like what I was imagining is the high-pitched. Wait, Sarah, do your Donald Duck. <laughs> I will not. I will not. <laughs> yes people this is what you're missing please give us money i should be working right now i should be at work right now okay the weeping of a crocodile when at last the magic draft was ready it looked like the clearest water that's because they're in clear water Mm -hmm. yeah there it is for you said the witch then she cut off the mermaid's tongue so that she became dumb <laughs> and would never again speak or sing. Mm. If the polypi should seize hold of you as you return through the wood, said the witch, throw over them a few drops of the potion and their fingers will be torn into a thousand pieces. Okay. Jeez. Aren't those her peeps? Yeah. yeah. She's huh. awful. She's the worst. But the Little Mermaid had no occasion to do this, for the polypi sprang back in terror when they caught sight of the glittering draft. I thought it was clear. It's it's glittering. 
Okay. It's on drugs. Which shone in her hand like a twinkling star. So she passed quickly through the wood and the marsh, and between the rushing whirlpools. She saw that in her father's palace, the torches in the ballroom were extinguished, and all within asleep. But she did not venture to go into them, for now she was dumb, <laughs> and going to leave them forever. Uh. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm dumb now. She felt as if her heart would break. She stole into the garden, took a flower from the flower beds of each of her sisters, kissed her hand a thousand times towards the palace. The- Let's um, actually imagine that. One thousand. Okay, just do 20. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, I lost 10, track. 30, 40, it's 50, nowhere 60, near 1,000. Do you think of how insane she would look just having her do that a thousand times? I mean, maybe <laughs> she was there for like six days. Yeah. That's like you kissing Dexter. It is like yeah. you kissing Dexter. Uh, and then rose up through the dark blue waters. The sun had not risen when she came inside of the prince's palace. Jesus and approached the beautiful marble steps, but the moon shone clear and bright. Then the little mermaid drank the magic draft, and it seemed as if a two-edged sword went through her delicate body. Just she like was warned. They, she said you'd do that. Yeah. She fell into a swoon and lay like one dead. Wait until Eric's sword goes through, you know what I mean? Jesus Christ. When the sun rose... And shone over the sea, she recovered and felt a sharp pain. But just before her stood the handsome young prince. Mm-hmm. And she went, And he's like, hey, baby. It's like, hey, what nice, happened to the tail? Nice legs. Yeah. <laughs> it's the perfect kind of woman, right? Am I right? Woman right? can't talk back. <laughs> Something about making a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> he fixed his coal black eyes upon her so earnestly that she cast down her own and then became aware that her fish's tail was gone and that she had as pretty a pair of white legs and tiny feet as any maiden could have. You gotta have Sheesh. those white legs white and tiny legs. feet. Tiny feet. Get those We're Barbie feet. For. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. But she had no clothes. That's why he's ah, like, hey, what up, nice. baby? Let's go. So she wrapped herself in her long, thick hair. Well, well, that got weird. The prince asked her who she was and where she came from, and she looked at him mildly and sorrowfully with her deep blue eyes, but she could not speak. Wait, how does she do this in the cartoon when she she flops up on the rock and she's She's wearing a dress that Scuttle made for her. Oh, yeah. You know, the seagull. The seagull. The little eyebrows. He's got the best eyebrows. He does. He's the best. He's the best part of the attraction. Yes. That's for sure. Yeah. We all know that. Other than the well, going backwards into the cold air. I like the starfish yeah. on the walls. Yeah. Those are pretty good too. Also the turtles, Jay Owen. The ducks. There are the ducks, Jay Owen, the turtles. Yeah. <laughs> I said Jay Owen. Jay Owen. Tell your kids what that means, guys. His first name is Jay. His last name is Owen. Owen. That's it. That's Jack it, O'Brien. It. He's Jack O'Brien with the turtles. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. She could not speak. Every step she took was as the witch had said it was, or how the witch had said it would be. She felt as if treading upon the points of needles or sharp knives, but she bore it willingly mm. and stepped as lightly by the prince's side as a soap bubble 
so that he and all who, who saw her wondered at her graceful, swaying movements. She was very soon arrayed in, a costly, in costly robes of silk and muslin, and was the most beautiful creature in the palace. But she was dumb. And could, <laughs> he's so, so dumb. Was that a sentence? Uh, there was a comma. But she was but dumb. But she was period. dumb. And could neither speak nor sing. <laughs> oh, here's something fun, you guys. Here. Beautiful female slaves, dressed in silk and gold, stepped forward and sang before the prince and his royal parents. Slaves. Okay. What? One sang better than all the others, and the prince clapped his hands and smiled at her. This was great sorrow to the little mermaid. She knew how much more sweetly she herself could sing once, and she thought, Oh, if he only could know that, I have given away my voice forever to be with him. The slaves next performed some pretty fairy-like dances (laughs) to the sound of beautiful music. Oh, boy. Then the little mermaid raised her lovely white arms, stood on the tips of her toes. Why does he have to keep white legs, white arms? I mean, 1800s. she is white. She has, they have <laughs> slaves, and she is white. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Okay. All right. Stood on the tips of her toes and glided over the floor and danced as no one yet had been able to dance. At each moment, her beauty became more revealed, and her expressive eyes appealed more directly to the heart than the songs of the slaves. They'd have to, with no voice. Yeah, Yeah. just gotta do something. Everyone was enchanted, especially the prince, who called her his little foundling. What's a foundling? It's a thing you find. Something you find. Okay. Yeah. All right. And she danced again quite readily to please him. Though each time her foot touched the floor, it seemed as if she trod on sharp knives. Listen, you're not going to be able to keep this up. No, this is not sustainable. No. They didn't have Vicodin back then. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well, maybe they did. Yeah. Laudanum. There you go. Then she'd be really dumb. (laughs) 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 Watch me dance. Please. Eric. 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 Why did you ask me? <laughs> it's like I'll I'll pass. No thanks. <laughs> you crazy mermaid lady. <laughs> the prince said she should remain with him always. Ooh. And she received permission to sleep at his door. Oh boy. On a velvet cushion. Wait, wow. What? Okay. Ew. I'll let you sleep at my door. Like a dog. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had slaves. On a velvet cushion, though. I mean, that's yeah, pretty, that's pretty nice. It's better than the stupid ocean that she lived <laughs> in before. God. He had a page's dress made for her that she might accompany him on horseback. Okay. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Thought we were talking about her sleeping conditions. Yep, me too. They rode together through the sweet-scented woods where the green boughs touched their shoulders and the little birds sang among the fresh leaves. She climbed with the prince to the tops of high mountains, and although her tender feet bled so that even her steps were marked, here's the thing. He didn't notice? She's doing, she's dancing and just leaving blood everywhere? Yeah. yeah. I don't think he cares. No. Boy, have you seen her dance with her little white legs? Yeah. And white arms. Covered yeah. in blood. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 
So even though her steps were marked by her blood because she keeps bleeding every time she takes a step, she only laughed and followed him till they could see the clouds beneath them looking like a flock of birds traveling to distant lands. Mm-hmm. I am just picturing the craziest scene ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This girl with a missing tongue, bleeding. Go, go. Go, go. <laughs> laughing hysterically, sleeping by this guy's door. Blinking at him. <laughs> I mean, again. Like midsummer, full nightmare horror movie. Yeah. And get her some boots or something to collect something. the blood. Like, yeah. Come on. She's just barefoot running right. around bleeding. <laughs> like big wellies or whatever they are. Yeah. <laughs> she has to stop every few feet and dump them Pour out. Them out. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, bonkers. While at the prince's palace and when all the household were asleep, she would go and sit down on the broad marble steps. For it eased her burning feet to bathe them in the cold sea water. And then she thought of all those below in the deep. Mm-hmm. Once during the night, her sisters came up arm in arm, singing sorrowfully as they floated on the water. She beckoned to them, and then they recognized her and told her how she had grieved them. After that, they came to the same, pal- uh, to the same place every night. And once she saw in the distance her old grandmother. Oh, you miss the old grandmother. She's a hoot. <laughs> She had, like, clams oh, yeah, that's right. glued to her tail, and right. she was... And she knew something about the land. She knew about the land. Ah. It was like Luca, which, by the way, we watched. It's yes. so cute. It was very similar so to that. It is totally like Luca. It's totally like Luca. Which is also kind of like the little mermaid that we also realized. Yeah. Huh. We're running out of ideas. You can't expect everyone to come up with good stuff, yeah. you know? Great movie, by the way. Super fun. Yeah. They, so... She saw in the distance her old grandmother, who had not been to the surface of the sea for many years, and the old sea king, her father, with his crown on his head. They stretched out their hands towards her, but they did not venture so near the land as her sisters did. As the days passed, she loved the prince more fondly, and he loved her as he would love a little child. Mm -hmm. But it never came into his head to make her his wife. Yet, unless he married her, she could not receive an immortal soul, and on the morning after his marriage with another, she would dissolve into the foam of the sea. And go to heaven. And go to heaven. As foam. As foam. Do you not love me the best of them all, the eyes of the little mermaid seemed to say when he took her in his arms and kissed her fair forehead. Which she definitely didn't say with her mouth. She's missing a stupid tongue. Yeah. The bloody stumps. Yes, you are dear to me, said the prince, for you have the best heart. I thought I was going to say for you have the best feet. (laughs) 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 And you are the most devoted to me. You are like a young maiden whom I once saw, but whom I shall never meet again. I was in a ship that was wrecked, and the waves cast me ashore near a holy temple where several young maidens performed the service. Oh, yeah. She saved him, just like in the movie. Of course. Of course. The youngest of them found me on the shore and saved my life. I saw her but twice, and she is the only one in the world whom I could love. But you are like her, and you have almost driven her image out of my mind. She belongs to the Holy Temple, and my good fortune has sent you to me instead of her, and we will never part. Okay. Ah, he knows that I, it was I who saved his life, thought the little mermaid. I carried him over the sea to the wood where the temple stands. I sat beneath the foam and watched till the human beings came to help him. 
I saw the pretty maiden that he loves better than he loves me. I saw the pretty maiden that he loves better than he loves me. And the mermaid sighed deeply, but she could not shed tears. He says the maiden belongs to the holy temple, therefore she will never return to the world. They will meet no more, while I am by his side and see him every day. I will take care of him and love him and give up my life for his sake. Girl! That just got real convoluted. Yeah, I was just going to say, why do people in the 1800s have to write in a way that makes me not understand it? They add so much nonsense. Yeah. It's like something about the feet in the holy temple and <laughs> something... Foam. 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 And dead mermaid dead foam. Dead mermaid foam. All right. I'm just not an 1800s kind of guy. Yes, you sure not. aren't. I've always thought of myself as one. Until today. No. I still think I would have done well in the West. No. I'm a tough guy. I'm kind of a tough guy. Yeah. Yeah, like, kind of like a cowboy. I'm not, I'm, people say that about me. Yeah. I'm for sure going to use the picture of you in the yeah. Adventures on Princess yeah. towel with this over top as a highlight clip. I'm yeah. kind of a tough guy. Because he sits there in air conditioning with his cold seltzer water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, 1800s. 1800s. So she's going to give up her entire life for him because she's pathetic. Yeah. Very soon it was said that the prince must marry and that the beautiful daughter of a neighboring king would be his wife. For a fine ship was being fitted out. 1800 stuff. Although the prince gave out that he merely intended to pay a visit to the king, it was generally supposed that he really wanted to see his daughter. (laughs) A great company were to go with him. The little mermaid smiled and shook her head. She knew the prince's thoughts better than any of the others. I must travel, he said to her. I must see this beautiful princess. My parents desire it, but they will not oblige me to bring her home as my bride. I cannot love her. She is not... Like the beautiful maiden in the temple whom you resemble. (laughs) (laughs) Just remind you, you're good, but you're not quite what I'm looking for. Are you guys ready for the most amazing romantic statement of all time? Yeah. Yeah. If I were forced to choose a bride, I would rather choose you, my dumb foundling. (laughs) Oh my God. With those expressive eyes. And then he kissed her rosy mouth, played with her long waving hair, and laid his head at her heart, while she dreamed of human happiness and an immortal soul. You were not afraid of the sea, my dumb child, he said. (laughs) (laughs) As they stood on the deck of the noble ship which was to carry them to the country of the neighboring king. And then he told her of storm and of calm, of strange fishes in the deep beneath them, and of what the divers had seen there. And she smiled at his descriptions, for she knew better than anyone what wonders were at the bottom of the sea. In the moonlight, when all on board were asleep, excepting the man at the helm who was steering, she sat on the deck, gazing down through the clear water. She thought she could distinguish her father's castle, and upon it, her aged grandmother with the silver crown on her head, looking through the rushing tide at the keel of the vessel. Then her sisters came up on the waves and gazed at her mournfully, wringing their white hands. She beckoned to them and smiled and wanted to tell them how happy and well-off she was, but the cabin boy approached, 
Mm. I'm just imagining Cabin Boy. <laughs> the movie Cabin yes. Boy. <laughs> that actor that you hate. <laughs> yeah. Chris Elliott. And when her sisters dived down, he thought it was only the foam of the sea which she saw. Where's the foam? The next morning, the ship sailed into the harbor of a beautiful town belonging to the king whom the prince was going to visit. The church bells were ringing, and from the high tower sounded a flourish of trumpets and soldiers with flying colors and glittering bayonets lining the rocks through which they passed. Every day was a festival. Balls and entertainments followed one another. But the princess had not yet appeared. People said that she was being brought up and educated in a religious house, where she was learning every royal virtue. At last she came. Then the little mermaid. Nice! (laughs) At last! Let's go! (laughs) Then the little mermaid, who was very anxious to see whether she was really beautiful, was obliged to acknowledge that she had never seen a more perfect vision of beauty. Her Mm. skin was delicately fair. And beneath her long, dark eyelashes, her laughing blue eyes shone with truth and purity. You know who it is. You've seen the movie. Yeah, we've seen it. Oh, I know. What's her name? Is it Vanessa? Yes. Vanessa. It was you, said the prince, who saved my life when I lay dead on the beach. You look nothing like her, but you have the same-ish voice. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he folded his blushing bride in his arms. Oh, I am too happy, he said he to the little mermaid. My fondest hopes are fulfilled. You will rejoice at my happiness, for your devotion to me is great and sincere. Yeah. <laughs> you will be happy sincere. for me. You will be happy for me. <laughs> North Korean dictator. You will be happy. Uh, the little mermaid kissed his hand and felt as if her heart were already broken. His wedding morning would bring death to her, and she would change into the foam of the sea. Did you say his morning would? <laughs> yes, actually. I'm not even making a joke. No, his wedding his morning wedding, would. His wedding morning would. <laughs> she would change I'm into such the foam. An idiot that that's morning really wood. what I heard. Foam. His morning would something something something. I was like, what? His <laughs> morning would. <laughs> All the church bells rung, and the heralds rose about the town, ding proclaiming dong, the ding, betrothal. Ding, ding. Sorry, I'm doing bells. Perfumed oil was burning in costly silver lamps on every altar. The priests waved this, the censers. I don't know what that means. Why would you? While the bride and bridegroom joined their hands and received the blessing of the bishop. We all know what happens when the That's bishop right. gets in front of them. Boing. Boing. <laughs> Somebody's pitching a tent. Talking about morning wood, huh? <laughs> uh, the little mermaid, dressed in silk and gold, held up the bride's train, but her ears heard nothing of the festival, the festive music, and her eyes saw not the holy ceremony. She thought of the night of death, which was coming to her, and of all she had lost in the world. On the same evening, the bride and bridegroom went on board ship. Cannons were roaring, flags waving, and the center of the ship of a costly tent of purple and gold had been erected. Mm-hmm. We are such children. <laughs> <laughs> it contained elegant couches. A family show. <laughs> yeah. For the reception of the bridal pair during the night. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> the ship... With swelling sails and a favorable wind, 
glided away smoothly and lightly over the calm sea. When it grew dark, a number of colored lamps were lit, and the sailors danced merrily on the deck. The little mermaid could not help thinking of her first rising out of the sea when she had seen similar festivities and joys, and she joined in the dance, poised herself in the air as a swallow when he pursues his prey. Mm-hmm. And all present cheered her with wonder. Sorry. This is hard to read. Yeah. It's 1800s. <laughs> she had never danced so elegantly before. Her tender feet felt as if cut with sharp knives, but she cared not for it. A sharper pang had pierced through her heart. Oh. No. She knew this was the last evening she would ever see the prince, for whom she had forsaken her kindred and her home like a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, wow. She is dumb. She, she is, is dumb. Pretty dumb. Dumb little foundling. Yep. She had given up her beautiful voice and suffered unheard of pain daily for him while he knew nothing of it. This was the last evening that she would breathe the same air with him or gaze on the starry sky and the deep sea an eternal night without a thought or a dream awaited her. She had no soul and now she could never win one. All was joy and gaiety upon board the ship until long after midnight. She laughed and danced with the rest while the thoughts of, the de- of her death were in her heart. Mm. The prince kissed his beautiful bride while she played with his raven hair till they went arm in arm to rest in the splendid tent. Oh. Then all became still on board the ship. The helmsman, alone awake, stood at the helm. The little mermaid leaned her white arms on the edge of the vessel and looked towards the east for the first blush of morning. For that first ray of dawn, that would bring her death. She saw her sisters rising out of the flood. They were as pale as herself, but their long, beautiful hair waved no more in the wind and had been cut off. <gasps> we have given our hair to the witch, said they, to help to obtain help for you so that you might not die tonight. Well, that's not in the Disney movie. <laughs> she has given us a knife. Here it is. See, it is very sharp. <laughs> Before wow. the sun rises, you must plunge it into the heart of the prince. Ooh. Oh, this is getting good I now. Like Kill him. Yeah, he sucks. When the warm blood falls upon your feet, they will grow together again and form into a fish's tail. <gasps> and you will scary. once more be a mermaid and return to live with us your 300 years before you die and change into the salt sea foam. Haste, then. He or you must die before sunrise. Our old grandmother moans so for you that her white hair is falling off from sorrow what? as ours <laughs> fell under the witch's scissors. Kill the prince and come back. Hasten. Do you not see the first red streaks in the sky? In Hasten. A f- Hasten. Hasten. <laughs> in, a few mo- in a few minutes the sun will rise and you must die. And then they sighed deeply and mournfully and sank down beneath the waves. The little mermaid drew back the crimson curtain of the tent, where they were boning, (laughs) and beheld the fair bride with her head resting upon the prince's breast. She bent down and kissed his fair brow, then looked at the sky on which the rosy dawn grew brighter and brighter. Then she glanced at the sharp knife and again fixed her eyes on the prince who whispered the name of his bride in his dreams. <laughs> she was in his thoughts, and the knife trembled in the hand of the little mermaid. Kill him. Then, 
She flung it far away from her into the waves. Oh, no. The water turned red where it fell, and the drops that spurted up looked like blood. Hmm. She cast one more lingering, half-fainting glance at the prince, and then she threw herself from the ship into the sea and thought her body was dissolving into foam. The sun rose above the water, and his warm rays fell on the cold foam of the little mermaid, who did not feel as if she were dying. She saw the bright sun, and all around her floated hundreds of transparent beautiful beings. She could see through them the white sails of the ship and the red clouds of the sky. Their speech was melodious, but too ethereal to be heard by mortal ears, as they were also unseen by mortal eyes. The little mermaid perceived that she had a body like theirs, and that she continued to rise higher and higher out of the foam. Where am I? asked she, and her voice sounded ethereal. I would like to know, too. I would also. As the voice of those who were with her, no earthly music could imitate it. Among the daughters of the air, answered one of them. A mermaid has not an immortal soul, nor can she obtain one unless she wins the love of a human being. On the power of another hangs her eternal destiny. But the daughters of the air, although they do not possess an immortal soul, can by their good deeds procure one for themselves. We fly to warm countries and cool the sultry air that destroys mankind with the pestilence. (laughs) What is happening? What is happening? (laughs) This got so crazy. We carry the perfume of flowers to spread health and restoration. What? After we have striven for 300 years to all the good in our power, we receive an immortal soul and take part in the happiness of mankind. What? You, poor little mermaid, have tried with your whole heart to do as we are doing. You have suffered and endured and raised yourself to the spirit world by your good deeds. And now, by striving for 300 years in the same way, you may obtain an immortal soul. All right. The Little Mermaid lifted her glorified eyes toward the sun and felt them for the first time filling with tears. On the ship in which she had left the prince, there were there were life and noise. She saw him and his beautiful bride searching for her. Sorrowfully, they gazed at the pearly foam, as if they knew that she had thrown herself into the waves. Unseen, she kissed the forehead of her bride. What? The ki- I guess the bride is her? I don't know. Unseen, she kissed the forehead of her bride and fanned the prince and then mounted with the other children of the air to a rosy cloud that floated through the ether. I don't want the word mounted and children to be in the same way. (laughs) After 300 years, thus shall we float into the kingdom of heaven, she said. This is a weird version. And we may even get there sooner, whispered one of her companions. Unseen, we can enter the houses of men where there are children, huh? and for every day, <laughs> and for every day on which we find a good child who is the joy of his parents and deserves their love, our time of probation is shortened. The child does not know when we fly through the room what? that we smile with joy at his good conduct, yeah. for we can count one year less of our three hundred years. But when we see a naughty or wicked child, what? we shed tears of sorrow, and for every tear a day is added to our time of trial. The end. Come on. What? Wait, wait, wait. So they're like foam ghosts? They become foam ghosts that become like 
the tooth fairy and Santa yeah. Claus. Yeah. yeah. And but but she doesn't end up with the prince. No. Nope. I'm gonna go ahead and say that this is the worst Deus Ex Machina I've ever heard. <laughs> Something we didn't know existed <laughs> saved her at the last minute for no reason. So that was the craziest, craziest possible end I could have ending. ever. Not ever. Oh, she's going to become a an air child thing. She's so it wasn't a true love's kiss or any no, sort of fairy no. tale, mm-hmm. which is kind of cooler in a way. It is kind of cool. It's also kind of cool like, that she chose not to kill the prince and then still kind of yeah, got yeah. a thing. But she found her own eternal yeah. soul by choosing herself and like like something. I don't but know. But she didn't she try to kill herself. She was still choosing him. She was choosing him. She gave him. Yeah. She was willing to die for him. And he was not willing to do much for her. Wow. His dumb foundling. Wow. Dude, that is a wacky ending God, to a well, wacky Franz? story. Franz, you're a weird guy. I that hated that ending. needs to point out white Hans limbs. Franz. White arms, white legs, white hands. We get it, guy. She's white. And so light. And, and so, so light. Dumb. Like a and soap so bubble. <laughs> well, that was fun. Yeah. Um, Disney, if you're listening. Maybe stop picking such creepy original content, because this is getting weird. We, now, so far we've gone through, well, that was part two of Little Mermaid. We did Cinderella, Cinderella. They cut their heels off. <laughs> Snow White, oh my God, the seven-year-old was... who's yeah. basically just pedophilia. Yep. Mm-hmm. All of them. Is this all the same Franz jerk? No. No, that's right. Those are brothers. Grim. Yeah. yeah. So good. Also. Hate calling it the Brothers Grimm. Don't you like? I always just say Grimm Fairy Tales. Yeah, because the Brothers Grimm is just so douchey, pretentious, and weird. It's the Brothers like Cohen. the writing in this, right? Exactly. The Brothers Cohen, <laughs> the Sisters Macmillan. Backwards way of talking. <laughs> well, that was cool. Um, hey guys, thanks for the time. Thanks for your ears, and uh, we love you. This has been a fun part one and part two. Um, go be somebody today, you know? Yeah. Really go. Really go. Just do it. Just do it. Find true love. (laughs) Today. Today. Right Right now. now. You have four hours to find true love. You got four hours. Report back to us. Or you turn into foam. Or you turn into a foam ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Um, support the show if you want. If you don't, don't. You can keep listening. Leave a review. Yeah. Support. Do stuff. But. We got shirts, too. Oh, my gosh. Do we have shirts? Misfits. Main Street Misfits tea is out. It's almost out. It's almost, it's almost out, out. sold out. It's a get it while you can't. We get got it while a hot. real cool one coming. Real cool stuff. Actually, two, two. real cool. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Kind of another uh, rock and roll sort one. of version uh-huh, of uh-huh, one uh-huh. that's super cool uh-huh. and then they uh i guess i'll just call it sort of a summer camp vibe definitely summer camp, vibe. Summer camp. yeah i am uh stoked all right guys we love you thanks for listening to the show um sarah do your thing thanks for listening to another episode of disney dependent see, see you real soon, soon. Poopsies. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at DisneyDependent at gmail.com.
This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WR Hatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.